I'm Tatum. And I'm Corey. And welcome to the Runners of Fort Collins. This is your connection to all the people and places that make Fort Collins a great place to both live and run. Every episode, we'll be sharing a PB&J with a local runner and getting the scoop on all things running in our community. Welcome to this episode of the Runners of Fort Collins. Today we're going to bring you a recap of Quad Rock, which happened on May 7th, a little over a week ago. Um, We're going to give you some of those results, a recap of the course, um, and bring you interviews with people who ran it. So let's get started. Sweet. So with Quad Rock, there are two distances. There's a 25-mile distance and a 50-mile distance. Um, And as Corey said, we're going to talk about those courses soon. But for now, let's just talk about results. It was a fantastic day of racing. So to start with the 25-mile race on the men's side, um, in first place was Seth Ruling with a time of 3 hours, 16 minutes, and 58 seconds. So just squeaked under that 317 mark. Coming in second was Jeffrey Colt with a time of about 3 hours and 18 minutes. And then third was Justin Grunewald with a time of 3 hours, 19 minutes, and 45 seconds. I also want to point out that Justin came all the way from Minneapolis to run this race. So that's pretty awesome. And then from the female side, we are super excited to report that Ashley Rasevin, who won with a time of 3 hours, 49 minutes, and 40 seconds, got a new course record. And I think from whispers throughout the crowd, that was about like a 10-minute course record. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so. Awesome. So that's amazing. Um, Coming in second was Shayna Barbash with a time of 4 hours, 18 minutes, and 3 seconds. And then in third on the women's side for the 25-miler was Debbie Eisen with a time of 4 hours, 28 minutes, and 29 seconds. And those are all super impressive times. Course record on that day was phenomenal. Way to go, Ashley. Yeah, and even more um, grueling, at least, was the Quad Rock 50 that day. Because, again, those people who are competing in the 50-miler had to be out there for, you know, 10-plus hours. It got really hot that afternoon. I think it was over 80 degrees. Just if anyone listening competed in the 50-miler especially, shout out to you. Great work. Way to push through the hard stuff. So... For women, um, the first finisher for the 50-miler was Jane Mouse with a blazing time of 9 hours, 36 minutes, and 20 seconds. She came in from Salt Lake City. Um, Second was Caroline Veltry Baker, who came in from Boulder, and she finished with a time of 10 hours, 41 minutes, and 16 seconds. And then third place, Diane Bergestet from Fort Collins finished with a time of 11 hours and 24 minutes. Shout out to all of you guys. And then for the men's side, The top men's finisher was Jonathan Ray from Boulder, Colorado, with a time of 7 hours, 23 minutes, and 51 seconds. Um, We saw him finish, and it was crazy. I probably only finished the (laughs) 25-miler like a little bit ago, and I was stunned that someone was already finishing the 50-miler. It was super exciting. (laughs) Yeah, Everyone was cheering. Um, It was awesome. And then Drew Holman came in just a little bit after with a time of seven hours and 30 minutes in second place. He's also from Boulder. And then third place is Michael Mitchell, um, who finished in a time of nine hours and five minutes. So for those of you who don't know, this race takes place in Laurie State Park. Um, There's about 5,000 feet elevation gain throughout the race. So um, not not a little bit of elevation gain there. (laughs) A whole lot. And if you're running the 50 miler, you double that. So yikes. (laughs) Yeah, so almost 10,000 feet of elevation gain for the 50-miler. So you're going up a lot of hills. There's about three major climbs 
um, in one direction. So if you're doing the 25 miler again, you're going up three large climbs. And if you're doing the 50, then you're doubling that. So yeah, if you are running the 25 mile race and if you're starting the 50 mile race, you will start running kind of along Horsetooth Reservoir, get up to the Towers Climb, run up that. That is your first big climb of the day. You hit Towers Climb, have a super fun aid station to hang out at, get morale up. Then you go down Spring Creek Trail, get to the bottom of Horsetooth Trailhead, and then climb up, up, up to the top of Horsetooth. Um, and that is your second climb. Then you go back down and third climb, you go up Howard, and there you kind of peek by Arthur's Rock. So those are your two rocks, Horsetooth Rock and then Arthur's Rock. Go down Timber, and that is the finish if you are a 25-mile racer. If you are a 50-mile racer, you'll get to that start-finish area, turn around, and do the course in the opposite direction. Yeah, so the 50-miler, that's when you get the true quad rock because you're hitting Horsetooth Rock and Arthur's twice. So there's your four rocks right there. Um, which is great. I mean, those rocks are like a pretty iconic part of Lori State Park and even like the Fort Collins area in general. Um, I think this race is like a really cool Fort Collins event. Um, it's super fun doing those climbs in Lori State Park. Yeah, it really felt like a celebration of the Fort Collins parks we have around here because you really traverse them all, right? Going through mm -hmm. Horsetooth Open Space and going through Lori State Park. So I thought it really felt like a celebration of this great place that we live. Yeah, and such an awesome window into the Fort Collins running community, too. Between everyone running and the people helping out at the aid stations, there's such a good atmosphere. Everyone's out there having a great time. And I remember during the um, Towers Climb, Tatum and I were making friends. we just run by people for a little bit and, you know, start chatting. And it was a really great time. I felt like anyone I ended up near, I had a little conversation with and we would kind of root each other on or talk about the weather or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the beauty of a 25-mile race. Maybe you listened to our episode on the Horsetooth Half Marathon. Um, I really felt like this race, because it's 25 miles and lots of it is uphill, so maybe you're doing more, you know, speed hiking. Um, you do get time to talk to the other people that are racing, which is really fun. Yeah, and I especially want to give a big thanks to those who were volunteering that day. If you were out there volunteering, your help was invaluable. We really could not have survived that hot day without you all helping out. Yeah, I was so impressed with the aid stations, especially the Towers aid station. That was just like a homing beacon. Mm -hmm. When I got there the second time, so you hit Towers aid station twice after the first climb and after the second climb. So after that second climb up Horsetooth, I was feeling pretty exhausted. And I come into the aid station and they've kind of got this assembly line thing going where there's there's a bunch of guys and like one of them grabs a sponge and like dunks it in the water and like pours it all over my neck. Another one grabs my hat, dunks the hat in the water, puts it back on my head. Another person grabs like one of my water bottles and fills it with water. And then another person fills it with um, that Gatorade stuff. V fuel. V fuel. There it is. I don't even know what it's called, but I needed it. <laughs> um, and it was probably a matter of like 10 seconds. And I was like, reeling like I don't even know what just happened but I, I think I feel better now <laughs> I'm like ready to go and then I grabbed one of those um like Nutella it was rolled up and I don't even remember what the exact item was that this Nutella was spread upon but it was like rolled like as if it were um what are those little like packaged Tatum's those, like, just making wheels. spiral motions at me <laughs> I'm like that thing yeah <laughs> it was basically a Nutella roll-up um, and that thing was probably the best thing I've ever tasted in my life up to that moment. Um, and it totally revived me. So yes, I loved the Tower 8 station. So kind of to put the whole race in perspective, Corey and I ran together 
up on that first climb. Um, so we rolled through Towers Aid for the first time together. It was a party at that point. We were feeling great, you know, spirits were high. Then we start going down the Spring Creek Trail and we separate a little bit. You're faster on the downhills than me for sure. Um, but I we... like to sit in the downhills. <laughs> yeah, and I get a little spooky scared of getting injured on the downhills. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were able, we weren't that far apart and we met back up at the horse tooth aid station which is kind of right at the base of that trailhead and then we started going up horse tooth rock and that's kind of where we separated i also felt like towers aid station really revived me when i was going up that climb up to the top of like horse tooth rock oh man the race started to hit me my breathing started getting really really hard i will admit i did this race pretty quickly after having covid so i definitely felt it going up that hill and i you know, I could feel my heart rate like in my ears pounding. I kind of felt like I was stumbling up the trail, just doing everything I could to get to that tower's aid station. And it really felt like the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, like Corey said, there was that just assembly line of volunteers just getting ready. They knew what you needed. I sat at that aid station pondering if I should drop the race. And I was just sitting there like, oh God, I really don't know what to do. Like I'm 14 miles into this race. I have 10 more and I've never felt this bad on a run. Meanwhile, these people at the aid stations just kept coming over me or coming over to me. They got me a chair. They kept offering more food, more ginger ale. Um, and eventually I went up to one of them and was like, hey, <laughs> is anyone going down? Like, I don't know what, like, I don't know if I can do this. And oh my gosh, I wish I got this volunteer's name. If you are happening to listen to this, thank you so much. You really made my day. Um, this man was really kind. You know, he explained to me that you know, eventually someone was going to have to go down to get more water. And so I could wait for them. But my best bet was to go down to the next aid station, which was about three and a half miles down. And, you know, he made it very clear that he didn't want to put me in an unsafe space. So I was welcome to hang out with him and with the Pooter Fire Authority. But, you know, he wanted to make it very clear that it was going to be a hassle to get myself down and then get myself back to the start line. So we highly recommended that if I felt safe doing it, I go down to the next aid station and I was so grateful for his realistic nature at that point because, you know, holding back tears, emotions were high. I was like, you know what? I can run downhill for three miles. I'm not in that bad of shape. Um, I took a peanut butter and jelly for the descent. Oh my gosh, that peanut butter and jelly saved me. I remember just slowly munching on it, jog walking the downhills, laughing at like my ridiculous emotional state at that aid station and just thinking like, you know what? If I can make it three miles downhill to this aid station, what's stopping me from running from running seven more? Only runners would think that. That's a crazy thing to think. Um, but thank you, volunteers at the Towers Aid Station. If it weren't for y'all, I seriously don't think I would have finished that race. So, I think um, one of the things we've been talking about with these long-distance races that I kind of mentioned during Horse Tooth Half and now you're discussing is um, how much room there is for redemption in these races. Like You can start feeling terrible on the climb to Horse Tooth Rock, and that's still only one of the three big climbs. And it's only a couple miles of the overall 25-mile race. Um, so things can really turn around and feelings can change throughout this race. Because I remember after the race, Tatum, you told me that the Howard climb is where you were really feeling it. And you became strong again and you, like, got up that climb. And that's, like, the third climb for the 25-miler. And it's one of the hardest climbs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. For some reason, I think once I... I think I said this word in our horse tooth episode, but once I kind of recommitted to, you know what, I'm finishing this 25 miler. Um, you know, we had run lots of those trails before. So I knew that this Howard Hill was really familiar to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, you know, I told myself I would go as slow as I needed, but I was going to get up this hill. Um, and I think that alone made me feel really strong. That's awesome. 
I know I'm really curious, Corey, because you had a phenomenal race. Um, I And I know you said that us practicing on those hills really helped you out. So I want to know what your mentality was like, um, how you felt on those trails. Thanks, Tatum. I had, I did, I was pretty happy with my performance that day. Um, and I think a lot of it came down to the training we did in Lori, in Lori State Park. Um, I just, while I was racing, I remembered the times that we had run those trails and I felt confident. I was like, I've gone up these before. Yeah, they're hard. Um, I kind of got into a good rhythm where, you know, when it got steep, I was hiking, um, and then when it would flatten out, I started running. And I pretty much committed to anytime I hit a certain level of flatness, I would run. Even if it was only like five feet of flatness. And then it started into a pretty hefty incline again. And I think committing to just even if it was like a little jog, just like picking up my feet every time it started to get flat. Um, for some reason, that rhythm really worked for me. I think another big thing was transitioning really smoothly in between that like fast hiking up the incline and into running. I feel like in the past when I've run up hills, it almost feels like giving up when I start to walk. And so I kind of, you know, like lean back and like slowly like start my walk. I'm like, oh man, I'm tired. And instead, I I felt stronger when I started to walk. Um, and I felt like, oh, I'm still getting up this quickly. This is just like what you do. And so there wasn't that like feeling of defeat and like leaning back and slowing down. It was like, this is just the most efficient way I can get up this hill is transitioning from running to walking. And then as soon as I can run again, starting to run again. So for whatever reason, figuring out that rhythm um, and the transition between running and walking and like staying confident and strong throughout it, I think really helped. Yeah. And then honestly, that just the atmosphere of the race was amazing. Um, Everyone seemed like they're having such a good time. People were really encouraging. Every time I passed someone, um, we would say something to each other like, oh, good job, like, keep going, you got it, like, you're doing awesome, you know, um, and, yeah, I don't know, it was just, it was really, really fun, the views were beautiful, mm. um, I love running downhill, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm flying, oh, I think I lean into it a little bit, I kind of like the adrenaline rush of just, like, sending it down a hill and stepping really quickly and trying to you know, accurately place your feet on the rocks, <laughs> the risk kind of adds to it. And then it's just so nice to not be like breathing heavy anymore. Yeah, it's really fun to kind of like take those downhills as like recovery, which is so silly because they do really take a toll on your legs. Mm -hmm. At least I feel yeah. it does. Yeah. Um, but it's really fun. I definitely get the feeling like you're flying mentality. I like to wave my arms around like a crazy person when I run downhill. <laughs> it's very much like a live fast, die young mentality ascending <laughs> those hills. <laughs> That seems like a good a good mantra for trail runners. <laughs> Live fast, die young. I don't know. I'm also always impressed by the people out here running who are in their 50s or 60s. That's true. Still sending these trails. I do find, I have found that in talking to some of those folks, it seems like as you get older, you know, you really learn to take those hills well as mm -hmm. you go uphill and then be conservative on the downhill. Um, you know, because obviously they're in it for the long haul and they're being careful with their bodies. So maybe... You know, as I age, my current strategy will change. Yeah, I think that's a really good observation, Corey. Um, now would be a great time to transition into our interviews because that was actually a topic of conversation that, Corey, you had with the woman, Tracy Rupert, who got first place in the Masters Division for the Quad Rock 25. Okay, um, what was your favorite part of the race today? 
Um, honestly, people are going to laugh, but I, I like the uphills a lot. Um, that was kind of nice. And then there was a section that was in the trees. It was nice and rolling. I don't know where that section was, but that was kind of nice. But the heat got to me for sure. Yeah. What do you, what do you like about the uphills? Um, that's my strength. I usually have a good solid background of going uphill. Um, downhills kind of are hard on my knees, so that's where I'm like a little bit more cautious. So I kind of take over, like when it comes to uphills, I kind of like power through and I can pass people on the uphills for sure. Yeah. Do you have any tips you would tell someone who's just getting into trail running for the first time about, you know, how to run uphill and what that mental game is like? It's okay to walk. <laughs> Hiking is your best friend. So that's where you're going to want to like power through, hike when you can. When there's things that are like you can feel like you can run, go ahead and run for a little bit. But don't feel like you have to run all the time because then you're going to burn out. And um, take it, it, hiking is a part of the ultra community. So you're going to hike and take advantage of that for sure. Yep. What was the hardest part of the race today? The heat. The heat was the hardest part for sure. I mean, it's been like 60, 50 degrees with, and then all of a sudden 80 something degrees and no shade was pretty hard on us for sure. I think there was a lot of people out there that kind of bonked halfway through the course. Cause I like some people, some girls passed me earlier in the course and then they bonked and I ended up passing them and I never saw them again. So yeah, they, I think the heat got to a lot of people for sure. Um, what was the first thing you did this morning before the race? So I live in Erie and I am, my coach is from like Salida area and she's doing an athlete summit. So there's a bunch of her athletes are here. So I met at her Airbnb and we drove up together. So it was kind of nice to just kind of have a chill session with them and kind of race plan and figure out what to do. And my nerves really kind of went down for sure since she's here and a bunch of her other athletes are here. Um, but nothing else different for me you know typical go to the bathroom just before you run and get your nerves out um but nothing different for me than usual so yeah um was this your first time running at quad rock yes it was yeah would you do it again for sure yeah i hope it's cooler next time but yeah i think it was a great introduction to trail running and even the it, even though it's not an ultra it feels like an ultra because there's a lot of vertical and there's no easies. It's like ups or downs, ups and downs. There's not really anything else. So yes, totally, I'll do it again. Um, can you take the time on your race to like look at longs or stare out over Fort Collins? I know there's some really good views, is that? I actually did. I took a picture, I think it was going up my the third incline and I stopped and I took a picture of um, Horsetooth Reservoir because I'm not from here. So I'm down, I live down in Boulder area. So yes, I was like, oh my God, I wish I was in the water right now. Um, so yes, I did take a time to like look outside and see horse tooth, yes. Is there anything else you wanna talk about? Um, I'm just happy that, you know, we're back to racing again after COVID. I'm a, I'm a nurse and so this is like, this is my like therapy session for sure. Cause after working in the nursing field and dealing with COVID, this is how I release my energy and my stress for sure, yep. Thanks for talking to me. Thanks, Tracy, for that interview. What you're doing is super inspiring and exciting, so it was great to get to hear some of your thoughts on the race that day. Um, our, next our next interview is with a friend, actually, who Tatum and I have made um, at some running events around town. We've been running at some Fort Collins Trail Runners group social runs. Um, 
If you are interested, you can find those on Strava, I believe. Yeah, so we met Catherine at some of the Fort Collins Trail Runners events. Um, we ran around Maxwell like a couple weeks ago. And Tate and I found her at the beginning of the Quad Rock 25. And we kind of ran it together for a couple of miles. And then honestly, she left us in the dust on the first climb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we were really chilling on that first climb. Mm-hmm. We were like laughing and having a good time and walking and eating snacks, um, <laughs> oh, which yeah. I think paid off at the end of the race. So we didn't bonk because we were chilling on that first climb. And yeah, it was a good time. I have no regrets about the first towers <laughs> climb. Um, anyway, for the rest of the race, I was looking for Catherine. Um, and I finally found her in like the last couple miles of descent. Um, and I, I was super excited to see her and I was like, Hey, like, how's it going? How are you feeling? You know? Um, and yeah, then we, we finished coming down that hill and it was just great seeing having a friendly face out there. Um, definitely added to the positive atmosphere of the whole thing. Um, so here's our interview with Catherine. Um, what was your favorite part about the race today? Uh, it's probably some combination of the trails themselves, because they're beautiful, but also the aid stations. They were incredible. The people were amazing, and they just, like, doused you in water when you needed to be doused in water, which was fantastic. <laughs> what was your favorite aid station? Um, not to be biased, but I think the Towers aid station. You hit it twice on the course, at least on the 25-miler, and they were incredible. They were so ready with ice and water and sponge baths, so it was a good time. Um, what's your go-to food to grab from the aid station? This time, because it was so hot, I grabbed a ton of potato chips. I was crushing some potato chips the whole time. Um, how else did you go about handling the heat today? Most of it, I just tried to stay relaxed, um, try not to go too hard and get like too hot too fast. So that was my plan, and it seems to work okay. <laughs> uh, why did you decide to sign up for Quad Rock this year? Uh, so we moved to Colorado in July last year, and we've been really involved with the Fort Collins Trail Runners group. We go to most of their social runs, so it was something good to train for, and my husband is doing the 50-miler, so both of us were like, well, we'll give it a shot and see if we can do a mountain race. It's so good to hear that you got involved. How did you, like, find the group? Mostly through Facebook. Um, when we lived in Texas before, we had a really strong running community. So when I knew we were moving here, I, like, searched what is the run groups around here, and we got pretty interested in the trail runners specifically. That's so cool. We talk a lot about like the community on this podcast and just like how to build up community and stuff. So that's really cool to hear that. Um, What other stuff do you do through the Fort Collins um, running group? Um, We do a lot of the volunteer days that they have. So like trail volunteer days. I think they have one next week here actually at Laurie State Park. Um, And then we also just volunteer at the various events. So if I'm not running, I'm probably volunteering because it's fun. The people are great. And like you said, the community is incredible. Uh, Do you think you'd ever do the 50-miler? No. (laughs) That sounds really hard. No hesitation. Just no. Um, Are you planning on running any other races this season? Uh, The only one I have signed up for right now is the Black Squirrel Half, which is also in Lori. Um, And I'll probably place my husband because he's doing the full NAR Slam, where he does all four of the Quad Rock or NAR runners uh, races. So I'll probably be around there with him at some of the other races. Um, Any other thoughts about the race today? No, it was really impressive. It was really awesome to see so many people that wanted to run 25 or 50 miles out on the trails this morning, still going in the heat. So it was incredible. Highly recommend it. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. That was so cool. Yeah, so I think um, Catherine's experience and what she shared in the interview is really cool because um, it's an example of how cool the Fort Collins running community is and ways you can really get involved and connected here um, and kind of develop that community. So that's super awesome. 
um, our last interview here is with a group of friends um, supporting Michael Mitchell, who is a big TikTok star. (laughs) Big TikToker? (laughs) He's a TikToker. He likes to TikTok. Um, And he's known for doing these epic runs in the mountains and shotgunning a beer at the top. I first saw his crew at the finish line. Um, I didn't realize they were crewing him through the race, but Corey, you said you saw them at an aid station? Yeah, so when I came through the horse tooth, or no, the aid station below Arthur's Rock um, at the trailhead there, I was getting water, and I see all these people start cheering, and they're just covered in glitter and having the best time, and their guy Michael comes through, and he's also just covered in glitter and super hyped, and I definitely got some like secondhand encouragement through that. They were awesome. Yeah, they were really having a fun time. We saw them at the finish line and just had to interview them for this podcast. These people just brought so much like fun and happiness and like wildness to the finish line party. Oh, Um, yeah. That was super fun to see. So this interview is so fun. We hope you like it. What are your names? My name's Liz. Tyler. I'm Wyatt. And I'm Joey. Sweet. So for our listeners who can't quite see, this group of folks is just covered in glitter Looks like they're having the best time at this race today. So I'm wondering what brought you all out to the Quad Rock 25 and 50. Well, I was promised to be on a boat. Um, And then we're also cheering on our friend Mikey. Yes, and our best friend Mikey Mitchell here today is racing. He's about to finish the 50 in third place. So we're covered in glitter. We're ready to have some fun. We're getting on a boat next. We're having so much fun. We're here for the rave twing for a desert rave and nothing else. That's about it. Yeah, we're yeet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeet. (laughs) So are you all from Fort Collins? Are you from Boulder? Somewhere close by? All over the globe, really. We're we're from all over the place. I'm from Florida. You're from Massachusetts, right? You're from Chicago. And I'm from Michigan, but we're all in Denver now. So we all live in Denver now. So yeah, so we met Mikey in Denver. So we're here for Mikey in Denver. Yeah, we met him here. So we're having the best time for him. Yeah. Awesome. That's super fun. Um, You guys are all here for your friend Mikey Mitchell. How has he been looking? I know he's running the 50-mile race. How has he been looking for that? Yeah. He was. He started out so strong. He's been so strong all day. Um, he's in third place right now in the 50 miler. He's doing really well, actually. Like, um, he's meeting his time. He wanted to be done between two and three, and I'm thinking he's gonna like finish any minute now. So yeah, he'll be here shortly. Yeah. yeah. He's got 25 minutes. <laughs> yep. All right. He's got 25 minutes. We'll make sure. We're all there cheering for him. Yes, absolutely. We'll be there screaming. We'll be there screaming. We're so excited. We're all covered in glitter, ready for him to finish his 50 miles. Yeah, it's going to be the best time. We're ready. We have the big group. Sweet. Um, And kind of off-topic question, have any of y'all been to Fort Collins before? Or if you got to explore Lori, what did you think about Lori State Park? I've never been here before. It's pretty cute. I love it, actually. But... Yeah, I don't know. I haven't had time to explore yet. Maybe we do a little hike. Probably not. We're probably going to drink on a boat, but it's been really cool. It's good. I love the views. Yeah. I just got here a few hours ago, so we've just kind of driven around from stop to stop, but the lake is beautiful, or the reservoir. Beautiful. It's sunny. It's the best day for this. We're having a good time. Um, yeah, I never, I've only been to Fort Collins once before, but it was actually what brought me out to Fort, uh, to Denver and Colorado in general. Um, I saw this place, fell in love, um, visiting some friends, and now I'm moved out here. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Colorado does that. I feel like, you know, you see it, you can't help but move here. Absolutely. 100%.
Awesome. Thank you so much. I hope you have lots of fun on the boat. Um, our listeners might know Mikey from TikTok, and I know I always see him shotgunning a beer. Have y'all shotgunned for Mikey we today? We just did, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've shotgunned a few times. Oh. Yes. You want to shotgun one for Mikey? I might as well. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. So I, after this interview, went to go find Corey to see if she also wanted to join us to shotgun for Mikey. Mind um, you, Tatum was going to throw up probably <laughs> 20 minutes ago. And then after this interview, she comes over to me and asks if I want to shotgun a beer. I was like... <laughs> Do it for the experience, you know? Um, I couldn't say no to this group of people. Thoughts of throwing up aside, I just, I wanted to get Corey in on this. Um, but Mikey actually came through the finish line and his crew, his friends were so cute. When I first went to interview them, they let me know up front, like, you know, Mikey's going to finish any moment. If he comes through, like, we're ditching this interview and cheering for him. <laughs> so I loved their support. Um, after I went to go get Corey, he came through the finish line and they went wild. Everyone was yelling. So as you probably heard, there was a lot of excitement in that audio clip, and it just captures a small part of the excitement that was going on that day. It really was a fantastic event. Yeah. Quad Rock is an amazing race that NAR Runners puts on. I would highly recommend doing it if you're part of the Fort Collins running community or you want to be. It's just a celebration of our local trails and the people who like to get out there on them and sweat and feel a pain and shotgun beer. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, just hang out um, for a great day. So next up, we have a special episode coming out with an interview from Johnny Ray, who is an amazing runner. And he finished first for the men in um, the 50 miler. It's a really thoughtful interview. Um, make sure you stay tuned and listen to that upcoming episode. <laughs> 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 KCSU for supporting this podcast. Thanks to the FOCO running community for being awesome. And to all of you, our listeners. The music to this podcast was composed by Martin Tong and accessed through Universal Production Music. You can check out our podcast on the KCSU website, the KCSU app, and Spotify. Happy trails. Until next time.